Korea. It's that one thing that every living soul here on earth needs constantly, yet a lot of us find it more and more difficult to pray these days, or let alone find time to pray. Hello, distractions. Also, how do you know if your prayers are being answered or delayed? How do you stay trusting when you see no results unfolding in your reality, you know, in the days, the months, or years after you've been praying for whatever? In this episode, I'll be going through how you begin to enjoy prayer again, including some major reasons why your prayers might seem delayed or go unanswered, and what it takes to get your prayers answered faster. So it's going to be a list of things to check during, before, and after praying. So keep listening. Badassery is a daily practice of self-truth. You don't become badass instantly. You become badass by becoming a person of excellence, which is by having integrity, sticking to your commitments, and being consistent in your actions. Hi, I'm your host Paige, and welcome to the Badass Fabulous podcast, where badass stands for the clarity of your goals and gaining the courage to go after them. And fabulous stands for your state of being after accomplishing those goals. Because life is a never-ending journey of self-growth, on the Badass Fabulous podcast, you'll learn tools and strategies that help you align your body, mind, soul, and actions to your God-given purpose. Thanks for joining, and here is what we have for you today. Right, let's do a quick check in. Get comfortable where you are with your feet planted on the floor and close your eyes gently and just observe what you're feeling in the space you're in. Now take your attention to your body. What is your body feeling like right now? Just check in with your body. Is it tense? Are some areas free-flowing? No judgment, just check in with yourself. With your eyes, you can loosen up your eyes a little. Your jaws, we might have been talking all day. Feel it loosen up a little. Feel the tension in your neck, just reduce a little more. In your heart, Go to the center of your chest. What does it feel like? Is it hardened? Is it softened? Just check in with your heart, no judgment. And just relax a little bit more than you are. You can drop your shoulders. Some of you might have your shoulders up to your ears. And then just go through your whole body, your thighs, your knees, your legs, your feet. Just feel all the tension just melt away and just get present. Feel your feet planted on the floor and just feel new, fresh energy from God just coming through you as you breathe in and then breathe out. 
and just feel that calming energy just go through your whole body, adding some more love and light and radiance through your whole body into the space you're in. And just feel the love all around you spreading right from within you to the room and the space you're in. And now take your attention to your feet on the floor and you can wiggle your toes and your fingers and when you're ready, you can open your eyes. How was that? (laughs) Oh, I really love these check-ins. They do make a big difference. You know, just taking a minute to just check in with yourself and seeing how you're doing makes a big difference. Let's get into today. So many people wonder when their prayers are going to be answered. Some others question if they're praying the right way or wonder how to pray or how long to pray for. And the truth is you can pray for one or five or ten minutes or even three hours. What truly matters during your time of prayer is the state of your heart, your motives, before, during, and after praying. This is the first thing to check while praying. And there are eight other additional things for you to check before or during your prayers that I'll be sharing. So let's proceed. So I just mentioned the state of your heart or what I'd like to call your heart's posture. The last time you prayed, did you maybe have anger towards someone or maybe resentment, some jealousy, hatred? Hmm. Did you have any of those lingering feelings in your heart towards anyone that you love or hate or don't even know? For example, people hate on celebrities they've never even met. (laughs) So absurd. Do you pray that bad things would happen to people who did you wrong? If you feel the anger or those dark feelings while praying, you could ask God to help you take the darkness and the wounds in your heart and replace them with love or transform them towards those people. One of the painful things for most people is to pray positively towards those that hurt them. And the Bible says to forgive others like God has forgiven us and the way he shows us mercy. Some of you might get a bit hardened listening to this episode because some people might have done some unforgivable things to you. And that's where you need more power from God to soften your heart and, you know, build the courage and the love to forgive people those people. So what's your heart's posture or motive while you pray? Do you deeply connect with God and feel the totality of his presence around you and in your heart? Do you get to a place of deep peace and quiet where you just know that God is here and you have nothing held against any other human being before you start praying? Another thing to check is your intimacy. A lot of people just pray without intimacy or a divine connection or without opening up their hearts fully to God. 
when you try your best to pray and the connection just isn't there, you can invite the Holy Spirit to help you pray. In the Bible, it says that we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. So sometimes you may not be able to articulate what you need in prayer. It could be painful, but just stay in that moment and let the Holy Spirit do its thing. Another thing you can do is quote Bible scriptures as prayers, telling God his words, his blessings, promises, and how he helped others from the Bible who were in your situation. There is nothing new under the sun, and I feel the Bible has solutions for almost everything, if not everything. I haven't read the whole Bible, and I do hope I get to study all of it before I leave this earth. <laughs> so, the third thing to check. What do you pray about? Do you approach God trying to look like the perfect man or woman, or do you approach God with the true state of your being, especially when it's negative? If you feel sad, depressed, angry, bothered, that's when you need to go into God's presence. A lot of people want to feel better before they pray, but God wants you to come to him to tuck out all the things bothering you. A lot of us bypass this and just pray about other things while ignoring those things really bothering us. Some of you are so hurt that you cannot even go to the place where it hurts, yet alone take it and drop it at the Messiah's feet. What hurts you the most? And what causes you the most pain in your life? What do you lose sleep about? write them down and take it to God in prayer, no matter how huge or insignificant you think it is. This is a new month, and it's the month where most of us are so focused on completing and ending the year with a bang. Maybe because we want to feel more accomplished. You know, entrepreneurs and business owners are making final sales for the year. And those who work for companies, they might be pressured about certain things that they need to get done before the end of the year due to their bonuses or annual reviews. These are normal and worldly, but as you work towards your end-of-year goals, some of us completely forget to make sure that our soul prospers as we prosper financially. I call this one soul checking. This is to constantly check deep within yourself that your number one goal in life and what you're chasing is to keep nourishing and growing your relationship with God even as you're growing and expanding in your job or you're now making millions of dollars or pounds. So a way to stay aligned with your soul is to pray more, make time to study the word and practice being in God's presence more. This is taking a moment to pause and thank God and feel his presence all around you and in you in all you do. And to try to do this as many times as you possibly can throughout the day. 
I know some of you believe in action more than in prayers and you might be asking what good is prayer if you keep praying and you're still deeply unhappy or just not where you want to be in life. Trust me, just keep praying. And what prayer does is that it directs you to take the right action and not just any aimless action that seems right to you which could be exhausting, but prayer builds discernment to know right from wrong or good from evil. So you actually are working on the right things. Another thing to check is how you approach prayer. Some people approach prayer like a chore. <laughs> oh, that used to be me. Like something you just have to do to be in right standing with God or to be seen as God in God's eyes or worse in front of others. That's prideful and not sexy in God's sight. So even when you don't feel like praying, still go into God's presence and say, God, I really want to pray, but I don't feel like praying. You know, pray because you need a genuine connection or download from God. What I like to do is to have a set time each day with God and you can determine how long you want it to be, but set the time every day and let God know that you're setting this appointment with him. And if you keep showing up every day, at that time you promised him, you'll experience some major shifts in your life. Those who pray with pride in their hearts are getting further and further away from God daily. Meanwhile, they might be the ones who always claim that, you know, they're good with God and only God knows and, you know, their hearts and stuff like that. But, and truly only God knows, <laughs> but these are people that could be the ones who were praying really hard before they got a job that now affords them the lifestyle they have. And maybe once they got that job, their knees stopped hitting the ground. They might be believing that they're in good standing with God because they feel financially secure in that season. But meanwhile, they might struggle with so many other areas of their lives, like um, maybe not having time to spend with their significant others or their families, you know, their sleep, their bodies might be compromised, they might not feel right within themselves or in their skin and their body image might be negative for, for them. They might feel deep down that they're not worthy or they use the position they got from the job to make themselves feel better or worthy. Now, having a great job or a business that explodes is great. However, you should never let those define you as a child of God. I have learned over the years to put myself forth in who God says I am, not the labels the world gave me or the material things I have. My success is only a result of God's mercy and grace over my life, truly. <laughs> truly, 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 it really is. That's really it. God wants you to show up in his presence just as you are, not to show up as someone who the world wants you to be. If you've been struggling in this area, always remember that God is merciful and full of grace and he'll accept you even after you commit one of the greatest sins of betraying yourself and your essence. 
God wants you to bring those deep struggles within yourself to him, right? So just go to God. He's waiting for you. So checking in, I hope you're enjoying this so far. I am. <laughs> okay, so another thing to check is, do you pray absentmindedly without being fully present? Or do you pray clearly? Or just grumble and complain to God without really making sense of what you're saying or letting God know that you need his support in whatever it is you're going through. The Bible says we're to be steadfast in prayers. So the more intentional and focused our prayers are, the better and the faster you might actually see results from them. Another thing to check, I think there's the sixth thing, I kind of lost count. <laughs> um, so the sixth thing to check while praying, I guess number six, is do you pray with doubt or certainty in your heart? This one is a tough one. A lot of people pray to God about a desire or for something they feel they really need. But deep down in their hearts and souls, they keep questioning if God can do it. If God might really make it happen, they question if it's at all possible. If that's you, you're being double-minded and God hates that. So in the book of James, it says, But let him ask in trust doubting nothing for the doubter is like a wave in the sea being tossed and driven by the wind indeed that person should not think that he'll receive anything from the lord because he is double-minded unstable in his ways that's deep <laughs> it means that you're flighty and can't even be trusted with what you're praying for and Jesus himself said in Mark 11:24, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, trust that you're receiving it and it will be yours. And we also get some consolation in the book of Psalms that says, But truly God has listened. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. That's trusting and knowing God heard you and he's working things for your good. Okay? Another part of scripture I love in Philippians is don't worry about anything. On the contrary, make your request known to God by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Then God's shalom, which means God's peace, passing all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with the Messiah. So all these scriptures basically mean that when those who doubt pray and they see something in their reality that tells them that the thing they're praying for is not going to happen, they get scared when instead they should laugh or smile at those things in confidence, knowing that God is able to do all things. And even if this thing is not going to happen the way I imagine, I know that God's way is better and higher and that all things are working together for my good because I have been called according to his will. Plus, I love God with all my heart and all my soul and all my strength. And God knows with every single fiber in my being. 
And when that thing eventually comes, the prayer is not a sigh of relief like, oh God, thank you. I was so scared this wasn't going to happen. But instead, the prayer should be, wow, thank you, God. You did it again. I knew it. I knew that you'll come through for me. And I thank you because you're a faithful father. And spend time in worship and thanksgiving. Show God you appreciate his mighty orchestrations and his mighty works. So pray always when you can. And when you get into your posture of prayer, pause. That's a way of surrendering all that you are and all that you have in the moment. Pause and feel the totality of God's presence right before you pray. Feel his spirit in and through you, including around you. And when you feel the peace of his presence, you can proceed with your prayer. And for those of you who might be going through something very dark in your life, like sickness or fear of something happening or anxiety, which has been very common these days, or if you've been finding it too difficult for you to pray, just sit in silence and ask the Holy Spirit to help you usher in the presence of God in your heart. And then pause for a moment and be present and just feel God's love and presence take over you. Romans 8.26 says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. You can play some good gospel worship music and if you're looking for some recommendations, feel free to email me at badassfabulouspodcast at gmail.com and I'll gladly send you a few songs that have helped me when I struggle with this. Prayer is a practice and there are deeper levels of prayer. One can get lost in the presence of God for hours or one can just say a prayer every chance that they get throughout the day. So the next thing to check is still based on your heart is if you pray for others. So are you tied down by all your worries and fears and anxieties that you do not pray for others? Or do you only pray for others when you feel happy and satisfied within yourself? Can you be truly happy for someone who gets what you desire so badly and celebrate with them without feeling envy in your heart? Can you say a prayer for that person that God should bless them even more? Or if it's someone that did you wrong, can you pray that they have an encounter with God and have their hearts purified? Can you say those prayers truthfully? I know I might be hitting some nerves, but the truth is that we need these experiences that may seem so negative to help us purify our hearts and souls more and more as we grow in our walk with Christ. So the final thing to check is praying in complete silence or quiet listening, focusing on your breath with your eyes closed 
This is setting some time, 30 minutes to an hour each day, to just sit and be in awe of the presence of God around you. Or just enjoy that experience. Yes, it's meditation and it's the purest and deepest form of meditation because it's in pure silence and you get to experience yourself and you get to experience God intentionally. So it's also better if you add a scripture verse as something to go back to or to anchor you every time your mind drifts off. This to me has been one of the most powerful forms of prayer and meditation. I think most of my prayers are in silence, to be honest. <laughs> like, there are times where I just get my butt to the presence of God and I'm just like, I don't even know what to pray for, I'm just going to sit in your presence, God. And as that happens, then I begin to get things stirred up in my heart about either, you know, setting thoughts, what to pray about, things I need to change, and all sorts of different revelations about certain relationships, different things. It's pretty powerful. So practice being in silence in the presence of God intentionally. So prayers in all the ways I mentioned and doing all those checks will really help you build a truthful and righteous relationship with God. And when you grow in your relationship with Him, you trust in Him and your faith increases even more, which eventually leads you to gaining the courage to take action towards the scary things that God wants you to do, knowing that it's all for your good which will be good for your family and for the good of others. And that's part of being bad as fabulous, right? You're only as bad as fabulous as bad as fabulous. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. You're only as bad as fabulous as your prayers are. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> anyway, you get the point. I was trying to make up something there. So, for the rest of the year, I encourage you to become more aligned to God and experience the flow of all His blessings coming to you and your family and those around you by seeking God first and by bringing God into all your important meetings and priorities and even to your end-of-year hustling, right? Surrender all and pray every chance that you get. Set reminders if you have to. God is still God and he's still in the business of creating miracles and wonders. But the question is, are you aligned to receive them? So to end this episode, get a paper and pen out or you can write in your phone and really answer these questions and ask yourself, what is my prayer life truly like? Is it solid or does it need some more work? You don't need to feel bad or less than. You know, praying is a daily practice and it's like being married. You'll want to communicate with the other partner every day while coming from a place of love. And that's basically what God wants. Just, you know, daily communication just to reignite your relationship every day. The second thing is, how do you approach prayer? 
So it's a challenge to be excited about taking time out to pray, especially when you're uber busy with all sorts of priorities on your plate, but still take that time out. For me, I have a specific hour every day where I go to be in the presence of God to worship, pray, read scripture, or just be in silence with him. And I've been doing this for years and still every day when that time comes i still have something in me within telling me oh you can skip today you prayed this morning the work you're busy doing now is you know kind of like worshiping god it's god's work but i still have to fight it and literally force myself to go and pray and it's always good now there are times where i have certain meetings i can't get out of during my prayer time but I still make sure I reschedule my hour with God, basically. And this is not your morning prayers. This is like completely different. So how do you approach prayer? And how do you intend to stay consistent with your practice of prayer? If you've prospered much more this year than previous years, especially financially, I know a lot of you have, and that's something to be grateful for. How are you feeling within yourself and your being on a soul level and truly in your heart? Is there a voidish feeling like a hole that needs to be filled and you cannot place what it is really? It might mean that you neglected your prayer life Every time you seem dim in life or confused or you're down or you feel heavy, always do a prayer life check. How is your prayer life? Remember, the formula is to make sure that your soul prospers even as you prosper in life. So please take your prayer life seriously. Worship God. Create an atmosphere of God's presence. Read more of the Word of God to boost your discernment level so you can tell the difference between good and evil. The benefits of prayers are strength in your inner man or your inner being. You'll be much stronger spiritually. You'll be more radiant physically to others as well and you'll be more grounded in life when the world is looking crazy or kind of looking like it's working against your favor because you're certain that god has your back and you want to bless more people in your life for some reason and as a result you will gain more favor in life from god and others and with that i pray my beloved that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health and prosperity as your soul prospers. And I pray that you find the courage to take some time out of your busy days to spend some time with the Lord however you can so you can receive insights, revelations on how to keep growing towards your destiny and to keep winning in life. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Be blessed. All right, and that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening and be badass fabulous for the greater good. <laughs>